How's it going, folks? This is Henry. You've tuned in to 26 and Under, the anime review podcast. Joining me today is... Just Matt. And... Uh, J- just Matt. Wait. Matt, where, where did they go? Uh, Well, I mean, you've been gone for a couple. Yeah. So, uh, I've, I've, had, I've had a busy life. We've, a- we, as, as, as happens to some people. We've all had kind of busy lives, and we've now moved recording time to different time and dates. Yep. So hopefully we will have more access to all of the people instead of having to keep cycling through cycling who's, through not, who's here. not here. Yeah. We haven't we haven't run into the situation where I am not here. Yeah. But we will that that is a foregone conclusion at this point that it will happen. But some. to be fair, I mean holidays holidays happened during yep. this uh during this show. Yep, during in between last show and this show yeah. and that caused some delays. So Introduction speaking to the, of, speaking of the show. Yeah. Speaking of the show that we got three weeks to watch for Woo! this twenty five <laughs> episode anime. Uh we got to watch from the New World. The uh, I don't even remember who animated it or anything, and I have the Wikipedia up, but it's not scrolled down to the point I don't want to look. Um the anime this is a thriller that is about a post future world where psychic powers exist and people are pretty much gods pretty much yeah uh first impressions this is my kind of anime from moment one uh there's different genres of like my type of anime Uh i have the this is like super stupid fun and easy to watch and i enjoy it this is then I have the you sit and think for a while while you're watching it. And if you miss something, you have missed like you have to go back and watch it if you miss dialogue because you could get lost really fast if you're not paying attention. Yeah. Um, examples of this are Ergo Proxy, Serial Experiments Lane, uh, fuck. uh Technolize all of these are on the list and i can't wait till we get to them but like this anime is just that is like that's why i wanted to rewatch it right before we oh yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm this i'm glad well i've been talking to people at work for uh-huh. like the past two weeks about this thing because <laughs> i haven't had anything else to really talk about because anime season ended and this thing just yeah so my first impression is i was actually excited when we rolled this because i tend to enjoy the longer ones because they tend to get more story, more like <laughs> back development into their into into what's going on, which this show definitely did. It crammed seven books worth of material into one into twenty-six one. anime episode oh anime. My gosh, it's so much. Yeah, this was seven light novels. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So this this book or this series is just yeah packed but with so much. This is definitely the kind of shows I enjoy watching. So you have. The, such a rich you have rich character development you have rich character background you have rich story background like world background they're not afraid to kill people nope like <laughs> this is this is the kind of the show I'm, uh i enjoy watching yeah so sadly we don't have the other two to ask their first impressions maybe they'll give them next week uh maybe, maybe. not we'll see uh but we now get to go to our character rundown which yep. We have our main character, Saki, who is the last out of her group of friends to get moved over to the uh, special course or 
the the gifted area of the yeah. psychic power users. Basically, how the world goes down is for a short while in your childhood, you, you're in an elementary-ish style of school. So they teach you all the basic things until you're, you're for humans, their psychic powers develop. So she's the last one to manifest her psychic powers, I guess. Well, it's the best way to. Well, because they all manifest it. it, but she's one that shows extraordinary power with it. So they go through the ritual with her. Yeah. Is what I gathered because they don't really go into too much detail as to that. I, I imagine everyone goes through that ritual. It's just that she was a late bloomer. So she it took her well, the, longer to go through. Well, her. They, uh, her parents pointed out that they never made it to the special course, but they still had the psychic powers. No, they said that they made it through the special course. Her mother specifically was also a late bloomer. Okay. I, I couldn't remember that. No, they all went through the school. Okay. But her mother specifically was also a late bloomer. So she, she specifically made that point. So Saki is, compared to the rest of the characters, a character that has a high sanity score. Yes. <laughs> she she sees some she sees some shit and yeah. just kind of she she freaks out for a while and then Dude, just I, I could not go through <laughs> what she had had to go through in this show. I couldn't watch the show for <laughs> more than like five minutes for, for like more than five episodes without having to pause and just like take a breath just like decompress from what was going on i watched this before work a couple times and especially one of the really fucked up episodes i watched yeah. right before work and that day i was just like standing around i was like looking at friends i'm like i'm glad i'm near you yeah, guys like you guys are happy because I feel miserable. That's this. the one thing I have to say about the show is that there's no like, there's no light moments in this show. Oh no, no, there there are light moments, but they are immediately drowned out by the end of an episode. With yeah, oh here's depressing. Now. They're like matches, like they come and they go yeah. real quick. Uh, but Saki is kind of our grounded to reality character. Yep. And she's she doesn't seem to have like super high power level compared yeah. to she's not the main character that just solves all the problems, but just because of how powerful she is, she solves all the problems because she's like, no, like this is what needs to get done. <laughs> well, because she's she's not being uh, she she her mental state, and they even explain this in the series is one where she just adapts to what is going on around her. Yeah. She doesn't she it it's not like uh a lot of people have the stagnation of well this just happened. I can't adapt. She like yeah. she goes, "Oh shit." and goes, "Okay. okay. We uh, got to move on. This is what we need to do now." Uh and that's what makes her a really good leader and yeah. all that stuff. No. Uh second up compared to Satoru. Yeah. Satoru who is Satoru. main love interest I guess so. Well, I mean, ultimately. so yeah, ultimately, main love interest <laughs> starts out main love interest. Things happen. Could, goes back to being my lo main love interest. I don't even think he starts as the main the main love interest. Uh, the forest in the camping trip. Was that Satoru? I thought that was Shun. No, that was Satoru. I thought that it, was Shun. No, Shun, Satoru sure and Saki were the first two people to meet Squealer. I remember literally the entire fucking camping trip because that's where I started to really pay attention to this series. Okay. I, I did not pay attention to the first episode. I could have sworn... So, like, 
So Satoru is the other main character of the story. Like there, there's the whole subsection of their class. Yeah. Like all of Group One is yeah. the the main story. But these two, you see through through the end. Yeah. They they are every they are in yeah. every arc. They are doing. They are constantly together. That's why I know Satoru's uh the one that was with her. Shun it sh- Shun showed her the stars and everything, but that was before they got separated and found. Or that's before the false Minishiro. Yes. Um. But Satoru is very much a uh, abrasive. Uh, during during the first half of more than half of the show, he's the what's what's the way to describe it? He's the the one that just makes all the he d- he's he doesn't the, always make he's all the, the jokes. He's the class clown. He uh he's the one that breaks the ice a lot. Yeah, he um he also has this thing where he because he is has a very good handle on his powers when he's younger he definitely is like has a superiority complex towards Saki who was the last one to join the group yeah. and everything they're always arguing with each other um yes, but in, oh, earlier in this and, and that's why you could tell that they were going to be love interests because that's what they always that's like the biggest trope but ever they weren't earlier in the series Matt. Well, except when they were <laughs> in the forest there is very much they have a very close intimate moment that is very much that I construed at least until the the fucking time the, there's two there's, there's two time skips okay there's, there's an explanation for it there's we, two I can explain it when we get to yeah it. there's two time skips and when the first time skip happened I got very confused yeah. and had to like back up and go okay what yeah i'll I'll explain to you when we get to to that part of the story but satoru's character um it through each of the time skips becomes more and more of a mature adult and less and less of a child which i think that's what i liked about the series is that you got to see it over a large expanse of time yeah but it didn't feel awful right because like sometimes time skips can be abrasive oh yeah yeah, yeah. like but these ones didn't feel that way like in the lost episode duo say yeah where, right. Where oh my gosh, where the time skip really, <laughs> really was out of place and oh, did not word. fit well, and also was where the series went like this. Yep. But every time this thing did a time skip, it made sense and felt like it was hitting a point. It was going upwards. Yeah. Um. Which was good. So next in group one, we we've we talked about him. So Shun. Uh, Shun is the the A plus 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 student. Yep, and he's kind of he's kind of monotone. Like he's very monotone. And I don't he doesn't really change between the time skips that we have him around for, and the arcs. He he's very much the same person he was as a young, but he was more mature. Yeah, he was much more. He acted much more mature than the others. Yeah, which is which is interesting and a fun way and a fun character to have. But like, when uh, it means that his character growth doesn't really go very far. But you, but his character growth is instead of him because he's always being mature. It's when you see him start to break down in the in it's, it's in when certain you see arcs. Him act differently. Yeah, that it really uh, it really like stands out. And he's really, really fun character. Like, I like this character a lot. He and his character has a lot of use. He actually comes yes. back it when you least expect him to uh, later in the series, which is really cool. Yeah, it is. Um, 
Following Shun, we have the my favorite character. Oh, is it your favorite character? Oh yeah. Okay, we have no, Maria. She's amazing. Uh, who is she's the super flowery, expressive, bright character for the sh- for the series. Uh, she's also displayed in in everything as she's the pretty one out of the yep. out of the school. Like she's the one that all the boys look at. She kind of has that aura around her. Uh-huh. Um, she's a very as you pointed out, she's very happy, always like trying to keep everybody like chipper. She's always got a smile. Yeah. Um she She's trying to make the best of all the situations which, they get into. Which makes her voice actress choice make all the more sense in the English dub, which is the only way both of us watch this. Yep. So I don't know how the Japanese is, but the we'll English infer with Rob. Rob probably watches that way. Maybe. Well, I'll ask Rob if he watches it, uh, if he watched it in Japanese yeah. or English, to give me uh, a run through on how they sound in Japanese. But Maria is very interesting of a character, especially yeah. in the later parts. She's very pivotal later in the the second, third, the last third. Yeah, last half. The pre- I, guess, I guess it's the last, the last half Since of the show. Af- after the first time after skip, first she time is skip, yeah. very important. Um, in the fir- before the first time skip, she's just kind of there, but like the second, the first time skip, she becomes a very pivotal character to the series. Yep. Uh, speaking of pivotal characters, also there's Mamoru. 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 Uh, who, it? I just remember him as being shy and. Yeah, he's he's that super shy kid that is just like. Everyone loves him. Because he's that like, like he's that adorable personality, right? Yeah. Uh, but that's all I really like. He he but doesn't he, oh, stand out. As he ha- well he I, uh, his big standout thing is he has very low self confidence. Yes, like, extremely low. He's he has trouble expressing himself towards Maria, who he has a crush on, and everything. And because of this, he does he typically does worse on their school projects. Yes, and. Now we get into the final main or final main character for this series because there's a <laughs> lot of characters, but this is the last most pivotal character who would be Squealer. I would I w- I'm hesitant to call him antagonist, but he is. He becomes an an antagonist. Well, no, he was an antagonist from fu- I called his uh, him being antagonist. You can call him being an antagonist, but for the first no no no, no. the first while? arc I literally went. Oh, that's the antagonist. Right, but he wasn't he wasn't like defined as an antagonist for the first no. good portion of the show. But he is definitely but the antagonist. But he antagon- does end up being one. Yeah, he is the antagonist. I will not call villain because he his motives are very justified? Justified by the Probably end of justified, it. Justified, yeah. Yeah. That's a good word. Um Squealer is of a race called the Rat Ogres or no, monster rats. Monster rats. That's the word. Yeah. Uh, which in basic terms is they are just rat men. Yep. Uh, rat people. But they look like naked mole rats because that's what the genetics uh used to make them were. Uh, they are uh, he. So he has this very sniveling coward like voice. Yes. In the English dub, which made me go. That's not really well. Yes. And that's why <laughs> I knew he was a villain. Yeah. <laughs> or not villain, well, but 
I think what was nice is that like the choice of Nick of a uh, Nick and Morat. So like the shriveling voice kind of like made it feel right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, his voice fit his look very, very well. But then it also ultimately fit his character exceptionally well. Oh yeah. At every time we saw him, I was just like more and more like, "This is you progressing to full on villain, to yeah. full on antagonist." Yeah. Like, uh, he is very deep though as a, an antagonist. That's wh- that's why I like, and that's why I put him on here because like, yeah, he's a really good you, character. You could, we could just have done this with all of Group One, and that be all. And then of, that just be it. Yeah, yeah. but like Squealer. Because of how much he impacts the story, I feel like he needed to be on this list. Yep. Uh, there's other characters. There's a lot of other characters. True. Um, but, like, these are the seven? Seven. Six. six. These are the six characters yeah. that I feel 100% needed to be at least explained. Yeah. Um, there's, like, there's the... Uh, Wait, ki- the sixth member of their group? She She's only in the first episode. Yeah. Uh. And then there's also Kiramaru, there's Inu, yep. there's uh, uh, Tomiko. The leader of the ethics committee. Yeah, yeah Tomiko. I remember oh, her name. name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, maybe like maybe one other character, but like all those characters are more of minor characters. The Messiah. There's the yep. Messiah who's a, just a force more than yeah. a character, so it's hard to really talk about it them. It really is. But yeah, like all these characters are super well done. Yeah, and it's it's sad because like maybe we should have put Kiramaru on here because he does maybe. have a section of time where he gets a lot of look at, but like yeah. I don't want to I don't want to fill this list with like 20 billion characters because it's super easy to do. <laughs> yeah. It's really easy because they again, we they dumped a lot in 25 yeah, episodes did. so much so that like we have certain things that we are going in. to talk about at near the end about how they were able yeah. to dump so much in. So let's, let's get into the story actually. All right. So start of the story. Saki finally got into the special or into the special Yay, course. Her powers developed. Yeah. Her powers developed and she gets put into group one. But which Matt, is, what are these powers? Uh, super crazy psychic powers that literally let you do everything. Yeah. Basically, if you can think about it, you can do it as long as you understand it. I watched lots of rat people explode. Yep. Uh, <laughs> people exploding, creating mirrors out of thin air, moving objects, flying, manipulating matter. Being able to keep yourself live forever. Your own genetics. <laughs> Like, basically, if you can, like, think about it and, like, devise it, like, yeah, it, you can get it done. Instead of likening them to psychic humans, they are literally just gods yeah. walking walking on the earth. That's absurd. Um, luckily, all humans seem to have this ability, to our knowledge at the beginning of this. Yes. Uh, so, they have one the first episode, which introduces all of Group 1 and then an extra character yep. who is slowly starting to like degenerate through their mind and think that everybody's against her and so she gets a uh she eventually gets she uh, she disappears yeah because she gets uh they because well as we learn later on they sick a uh cat on her the first episode was done very nicely to set up the world and then kind of set up how like the the generalistic guidelines of their powers yeah and also that 
this was going to be dark from episode one. Yeah. They didn't. They, they made sure. Oh, and we never saw that. We never saw that person again. And it was like, ah. Yeah. And then like, in episode two, we had the that, guy who that was, was a very like hook line at the end of the episode yeah. one is, and then we never saw her again. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? And then episode two, they had the dude that was cheating in their little sport thing. Yeah. The, the, and then they and then she was like, yeah, we never saw them again. Yeah, we never saw them again. It was like, like oh man, geez. this this show's gonna get dark. I <laughs> just, like it. Just, just killing eight year olds. Yeah. But the first few episodes kind of like the first two episodes set up the school. Yep. They set up the boundaries of their well, not the boundaries of their powers, but what they're allowed to do with it. Yep. And then it it sets up their their own sort of so, their own sort of so, social circle. And it also kind of sets up that the adults are manip or like. Managing the children, making sure that they are not becoming like they're not showing delinquent tendencies because that second episode shows this person is obviously cheating. Yeah, he's obviously not. And now he's gone. And we need to remove him from society. (laughs) Well, not just society, from life, but. Yeah. uh, (laughs) So, following all that happiness, they go on a camping trip. Yeah. So, Uh, they decide, like, they've. Everyone's kind of kind of gotten a hold of their powers. They're like, hey, we set up this camp. We want you to go live out there a few days. Yep. Do some research. Like, devise your own project. And then, d- like, gather your own research data. And then come back and give a report. Oh, and they Which do. super sweet. Like, it really, like, the show really gives the, the students here a lot of independence to figure out their powers and what they, what they can do with it. Yes. Which I thought was really interesting. Uh, and so... Our group decides that they're going to find this thing called the False Minishiro, yeah. which is a type of uh, monster thing. Well, they wanted to, f- to find a couple of things. Basically, they were talking around a campfire of these old spooky yeah, they wanted to find horror a- stories. They wanted to find horrific monsters from horror stories. They are like, well, what if these existed? What if, we, yeah. what if we went to go find them? And they found some... They found yep. the false Mudashiro, and it was a... This is when the story <laughs> really fucking took off for me. This is where they do the first plot dump, where yeah. the Mudashiro literally tells you, oh, yeah, so uh, humanity developed powers, yep. uh, died out, or destroyed the, all of civilization, itself. <laughs> uh, rebuilt itself, destroyed yeah. itself again, yep. and then this is where you are now. Yep. And it was like, okay. So it sets the world, basically, is what... Uh, there was an entire episode of it just setting the world. Which is so fucking uh, cool. My favorite this thing. This is sometime in the far future. We don't have an actual reference, but <laughs> yeah. it is sometime in the far future. Yeah. Like, this, like they keep referencing hundreds and thousands of years, yeah. and it's still being, like, the way they are and not even close to how exactly. we are. Uh, humanity has died out almost because of the people developing psychic powers uh they decided to group themselves into classes they isolated themselves and have since rebuilt yeah it's very isolationist in its Ex- theme extremely and that is uh an interesting like this is one of those thought provoking like moments of they if this actually happened isn't this would possibly be what goes on because like you can't have p- 
people like you have to manage this kind of thing. You can't yep. just have people with godlike abilities wa- walking around being exactly. able to do whatever they want. Yeah. Um. Is this where they also set up the depth of uh shame, or is that later? Uh, uh, I forget when they actually start talking about that. It happens during this sh- this trip. Oh no! Yeah, because the depth of pain was established because of the fact people started killing each other. Yep. So the depth of shame was established in, and somehow like basically, bred into humanity. Yeah, basically, they're like, okay, cool. So we have these humans with superpowers. How do we stop ourselves from literally eradicating ourselves? Because well, it turns out people are pieces of shit. Well, if you kill somebody, you, you also, also die. die. You, you suffer a heart attack and cannot withstand the fact that you killed somebody yep. and die. So this is the death of shame. That they established throughout the throughout, uh, it ha- it comes up a couple times. Yeah. Uh. So, anyways, we're going into way too much detail. I think. Uh. So le- they they learn a lot of secrets about the world. Yep. And before they can learn anything more, the thing blows up, and they meet a priest. Well, a priest destroys it. Oh yeah, a priest destroys it. That's right. And they meet a priest, and the priest uh seals like, their hey, powers. Why Why did you come out this far? Yeah, you're not supposed They're to be like, up here. Oh, we just kind of wandered down here. And so, and so with with that, he seals their powers away because yep. he can, because he has the power to, mm-hmm. and uh, and tries to bring them back to their camp. Yeah, tries to bring them back to their camp, and then they run into Asterisk. try uh, a thing that kills him, and separates the group into two into Basically, two groups so where they come into a rogue faction of uh. Rap- no. Rat the monsters. thing that kills the dude is the balloon dog. Correct. Yes. And uh, it separates Satoru and Saki from the rest of the group. Uh, it itself doesn't. So oh, he yeah, dies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they decide to try and make it back to their camp. And then and they the run into of the camp, making out to their camp. They split up. Yeah. And then and then and Saki, Saki and Satoru run into the uh, rat, uh, the monster rats. Exactly. Yes. Uh, so in this in this point. Uh, Saki and Satoru are trying to... So, it is established that monster rats will listen and completely obey Human humans orders. because they think... Because it they are afraid... Gods, basically. Yeah, well, because they because they have godlike abilities and they are afraid that we can... Ju- that humanity will just wipe them out. Uh, this is also where Saki starts to figure out how a little bit... We start to see Saki become like a very smart person. Yep. As she triggers Satoru to unlock his powers from the after, lock. After it, already being, after it being sealed away, basically. Yes. And with that, it uh, they are able to kind of keep, their, keep the secret from the monster rats that they don't have their powers because... Satoru can at least use his. Yep. Um, and they help the Squealers clan yeah. uh pretty much wipe out an entire clan. Um pretty th- much. Uh this is where they and after after finishing that war and everything, uh Squealer kind of helps them try to escape and they find out that the monster rats were all kind of, the, the that the monster rat that they thought was gonna turn them in and get them killed was also like on their side it was just yeah. like no we we in, just in want yeah we just want you to not kill us yep was the kind of vibe that was given off yeah 
And so they meet up with their friends and they all go back home. And that's the end of the first time skip. Yep. Or that's where we go to the first time skip. Time skip one. <laughs> I can't believe we have one and two. Yep. There's <laughs> technically three, but oh there's really gosh. only two. Um, so then we come to the second time skip. This ha- this time skip's only uh, like three or four years. Uh, so it's the space. So if I remember right, they are 11 at uh, at the start of the series. Yep. This is now where they are 14. They are now teenagers. Yeah. So, so what does that mean? They are, they are. They are now experimenting with. All kinds of things. Yep. Uh, Satoru and Shun are a couple. Yep. Maria and Saki, Saki are a are couple. A couple. Uh, Mamoru is kind of just sitting there He's all... too hesitant to really yeah. t- get out and reach out to anyone. Yeah. Uh, and this was where I got very confused because in... Bef- in the camping or in the things with Satoru and... So in the camping trip, and I'll, I'll explain it to you as I explain to this. Basically, what pe- what humans have done is they've continued to engineer themselves to deter aggression and help sustain community. Yes. In doing so, they took qualities, uh, genetic qualities of some apes, which what they did is like, oh, are we super stressed and like super freaking out? Well, let's sexually touch each other. Okay. So that's and, what that and was. Relax. That's and that what, what that, that was. was. Okay. I fucking... Well, also... They have been they they were literally troped to yep. be love interests. Like yes. you cannot lie, they have every single trope to be love interests. That's why I Time agree. Skip Two hits, and you're <laughs> super thrown off by Shun is yeah. with Satoru and Maria well, is with Saki. I was super Saki. into story because it's super neat. Because like oh, so like humans are all these powers, and then like they continue to like engineer and like change their biology to not to not just obliterate everyone. Yeah. Which I thought was a super interesting concept. So, as we said, they are now weird. They are now couples and everything. Yep. And uh, Shun starts to show weird signs. He starts acting. Well, he's not acting out. He's just not being himself, I guess. Well, so how they describe it. The, the main start of this is they're all in class. He is focusing on his uh, project. project, which his project that he was assigned was to make a chick hatch from an egg well, using only his powers? I don't even think they're assigned projects. I think they devised their own projects. No, because they kept telling Saki to make pottery. Hmm. The, these product projects were all assigned based off of aptitudes that they felt okay. was right. Because this is after the point that everybody that the uh board knew that Saki oh, that makes so much more sense. Yeah, that Saki had been through all that oh and gosh. was still fine. This is where they started paying attention to Saki and started giving her the assignment of putting pottery back together. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh they they assigned making the mirrors because it's more of a thing that fits uh Satoru's abilities yep. or Maria levitating because that that is much more natural to her. Yep. Or what was Mamaru's? Mamaru was painting, drawing. Yes, with he dust. Con- he was constantly doing his artwork. Yeah, drawing with dust and ash on uh canvas. Yep. And that was that was kind of to expressively give them a thing that they can use their powers on, that would be 
something that is theirs. Yeah. So, like, Shun was given the hardest task of being able to fucking make a chicken come from an egg. Yep. With just his mind. Uh, and in the process of one of these classes, they have the strongest psychic of all of their village come in. Observe and he, them. Yeah, That's and observe good. them. And he literally walks by Shun and notices something and walks away. And then Shun starts to, like, really stress out. And he breaks up with Satoru yep. and all this cra- weird Stuff starts happening, and you uh-huh. and he starts to become less and less the way he is as you, as you start and to see more like more and more isolated. Yeah, as you start to see like a slight mental breakdown occur. Yeah, eventually he, him, and uh, Saki like randomly meet up. Yep, and this outside. is and he says that he tells her that he is going home for going to his home village for a bit. Yep. Uh, and he and- disappears for weeks yeah and Saki starts to investigate and finally gets through all the stuff and finds out that he uh became what is known as a karmic demon which is when a psychic's powers start to just flow out of them and affect the world around them shaping it to or mess manipulating it to a on a genetic level basically yeah so like he had a little pit bull and it turned into monstrosity. Yep. <laughs> with teeth and scariness. Uh so this is what this is where they start to go more into depth onto the cats that are mentioned in the first episode. Yeah. The impure cats. Uh-huh. Which those things jobs are to hunt down uh what he is. Pretty yeah. much. And this is also where you start to see like him. how cutthroat and brutal society has become because of what humans have evolved to yes uh basically what it comes out is like occasionally like someone's powers like someone just gets so wrong and their powers just like break and they become what's known as an ogre basically they have no yeah the 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 ogre is when their mind breaks and then they just don't suffer from the depths of shade and just start killing everything. Exactly. They become a mindless killing machine. But a karmic demon is more along the lines of their powers just start flowing outward. And because of that, they, because they have too much. Yeah. And so because they have too much and their power flows outward, it starts to affect rea- all of reality around them. Yeah. But this is where we start to learn about all this stuff. Yeah. So, like, basically they start to piece a little bit together that, like, the school committee and the ethics committee are just kind of raining that stuff in yep and so shun ends up getting nuked pretty much pretty much and saki uh saki says tries to say she won't forget him but literally the next episode they've had their memories erased of everything of shun and he's been replaced in their group by some asshole i don't even remember his name (laughs) (laughs) because when he tries to go no 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 saki we should be the boy girl pair and she's like uh, no you 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 Something have about you. you have different memories from what i have yeah of things that you were supposed to be a part of i'm going to go with satoru yep and so uh satoru and her get paired together and maria and mamaru get paired together yep. and this is where we get into mamaru 
going going down a spiral of paranoia and, and eventually running away eventually running away and he runs away and the village immediately goes well we gotta kill him well he runs away yeah and he leaves a note yeah yeah uh i guess maria constantly walks him to school yeah yeah or walked with him to school well after they got the pairing yeah yeah because they were they were pretty much a couple so yep. maria finds the note and tells everybody so they all go out searching because they're they know what will happen if he doesn't come back at a certain time they're going to send the cats and the cats are going to kill him exactly uh so they end up enlisting the help of yet again squealer who has now changed his uh colony from being completely subservient to the queen Do they? yeah this is where they this is where no, no, he, they find him first oh yeah yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah but at this point He's now changed it to it is a diet that runs the the multi clans and all the queens are just there for breeding. They are not there to uh, well be a monarch. So first they find him. Yeah. Right. And he explains that he had seen uh, the false cats numerous times, and one of them almost attacked him. Yes. And then they 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 come to the conclusion that if he goes back to the town, they're just gonna kill him. Yes. And they don't want that. Yeah. So they go back. Uh, Maria or uh, Saki and Satoru go back. Yes. And Maria stays with Shu. Well, with, yeah, uh, but to him. find Mamoru, they or because they had to find to find. No, no, you're, you're right. Yes. Um, I am going to. They found. They went and talked to you. Once they get back yeah. to town, they're questioned by everybody. And this is where Saki learns a lot more about what's going on. Yeah. Because that's all that happens is every every time we are in an arc, there is the Saki does something or they do something, and all of a sudden, Saki learns more things. Yeah. As it turns out, in order to keep the peace, they've just been brainwashing everybody. Yep. With the exception of Group One. Yep. Group One has been an experiment. They exper- they decided to experiment with what happens if we don't brainwash. Yep. Which is such a cool interesting idea that they i love it when they do these kinds of thought experiments with well if we're going to change the way people think yep and we've been doing it for so long we forget what it's like if people get to freely think when uh-huh. they're like this so what if we just do that as an experiment it's like with us with how humanity is right now we think well, why would you ever brainwash people? That's a terrible idea. But yeah. to them, brainwashing is second it's, nature. It's how they've lived so long peacefully. So when you think about that, you're like, if you've constantly been brainwashing, don't you want to know what it's like to to let somebody not su- exactly. sit through it? And that's – I love everything about this series. It's so sweet. Um, but uh, they, basically, uh, Saki learns more about the the history. Yeah. That they've been carefully grooming and watching everybody as they grow up to make sure that they don't come and become ogres. Or karmic demons. Or karmic demons. Like, that has been the main priority of the ethics committee and the school committee. Yes. So, uh, Tomoko, who is the leader of the ethics committee, says, if you bring him back before, within four days, he is fine. Both him and Maria are fine. Yep. We will not kill either of them. Yep. 
So they go out out and they can't and they're and and the two of them are not in uh, the place that they left them. Yep. There is no note or anything. There's they are not there. So now they go back to Squealer. This is where well, this is they run into Squealer. This is where (laughs) they run into Squealer and they're like, well, Squealer, they were with another rat from a different colony. Maybe you could help us. And Squealer has now completely taken over as leader of his, uh, of his clan and deposed his queen and everything, and is now actually given a human name of Yakamaru. Yep. Um, he has, cha- and he's pretty much chained all of the, uh, queens of the different things yeah. to just make babies and do so nothing he's, else. He's chained his his grouping of clans. From being monarchies into more, like, self-governed. Yes. Which, like, sounds nice, but, like, the way it's, like, portrayed is so much worse. Well, yeah, because uh, they're literally doing something that is not within the nature that we've seen of them. Yeah. And is more human nature, which does not fit how we see them. Yeah. Because Sotro even, like, like, Sotro brings it up. He's like, yeah, but, like... This is what we do. <laughs> yeah, this is what we do. You are you are monsters. Or you are rat people. You, you are monsters. We are humans. Don't act like humans. So needless to say they end up uh they end, uh Squealer ends up helping them find the rat the, clan. Cl- the rat clan and the uh and they have a letter for Saki from Maria that literally explains that Maria and Maru have run away, don't come find us. We we are going to live our own lives away from everyone. We have gone as far away as physically possible. Yeah. Do not come looking for us. Yep. And with that, it gives us a very, very, very heartstring pulling oh like gosh. episode that rips it just like so hard to watch. It, it, I, I had to stop watching. I watched that episode at work. I had to stop watching. Like I was still listening to it, but yeah. I could not watch what was going on on the it, screen I, anymore. It, it, I was trying hard not to cry at work, and it was really it w- bad. I could not. It was really bad. It was really good though. Um, so that is the lead into the second time skip. Yep. Where they are now adults with jobs. Yep. Uh, Saki wh- works at the mutant con- uh, handling center. Yes. She works with the people that uh deal with, with the deal with the monster rats. Yep. And uh It's not really explained what Sajur does, is it is it? Uh probably is. I just don't remember. Yeah. I probably could click on again, I have the Wikipedia page right here. Sajur is Literally, actually right there. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't wanna click at no. this point. Like we're in the middle of talking. Don't wanna yep. break our train of thought. Um So, anyways, they have their jobs. Uh it's now just the two of them. And all of a sudden, uh, or they're setting up for the festival. Mm-hmm. And uh, but so, Matt, yeah. Were any rats at war? Uh, yes, that's right. It was the rat. It was uh, the Hornet clan. But but no rats were at war because nobody filed a, uh, an official war thing. Yes. But there was an attack. Yes. So because of all of this, uh, they filed an official war ultimately they end up filing yeah. an official war which is between uh squealer's clan and Ki- uh kiramaru's clan which is the 
like Kiramaru's clan is the they've been undefeated. Yeah, forever. They are the the largest clan of monster rats. So we get to watch Kiramaru's clan fight a battle. They win. Yep. Uh, we then hear that another battle that we didn't get to see was lost by them. So it was a one for one draw. Yep. And then off screen we hear of the entirety of his clan was pretty much wiped out. Unanimously. Unanimously. Like, 10 to 0. Uh, which is crazy, but at the same time, uh, you start to think that there's something going on. This is where, yeah, things kind of start going like, what is going on here? And there's thoughts that maybe we shouldn't be doing this festival, but all the people that planned the festival are like, no. No, we're doing Everybody this Everybody wants to do this festival. We're going to do it. We're not going to stop it just for some filthy, stupid monsters. And guess what happens at the festival? The city gets attacked. By rat people. Aha. And. Uh, by Squealer's rat colony. And not just. And they have a secret weapon. Ultimately, it is learned that uh, <laughs> they have uh, an ogre. So they have a human who is not constrained to not killing people. And is killing people constantly and has red hair. Which is the same hair as Maria, and it's curly, which fits yep. uh Mamaru's yeah. profile, which is weird. I wonder yeah. why. Um, but this rebellion is super sweet. Uh, you get to see a bunch of different like aspects of the world. It is played like a slasher film. Holy crap! Like the the because they inter- they they literally separate Saki and Satsuru into this group of like four do four people. They all go exploring out, and you literally are watching a slasher film as yep. they've all died. You, saw, you see each of them die differently. Except for Satoru and Saki, and then when they meet up with Inu, Inu. Yeah. Um, And that sets up. They uh, end up meeting up with Kurama, or Kiramaru uh, after after they clear out the initial, uh, the initial attack. Yep. They go to Kiramaru, who's been put into a prison because he was found later. Well, they eventually go to the shrine. Yeah. Because that's where they're they're directed to go. Yeah. And then Kiramaru was also at the shrine. Yes. And so through talking with Kiramaru, they learn that there's potentially something to be found in a... Uh, so the biggest thing with fighting an ogre is that it's a human. You can't kill it. You can't kill a human because guess what? Then you die. You die. So uh, I've they had a secret weapon that was used the last time an ogre was ever seen, but they didn't have it anymore. Nope. It was all the way in Tokyo. So Saki, Inu, Satoru. Yeah. Oh, man. They, they busted out the Psycho Buster name, and I was like, there we go. Satoru and, Ki- and Kirimaru all go to Tokyo, which is now a... Dune-esque desert with horrors of eldritch proportions uh, and they are constantly being bombarded by all these horrors and everything. Uh, They end up uh, and also being chased by the The ogre and and all that. It is uh, Inu ends up getting eaten by a giant fish worm. Yep. they end up finding the Psycho Buster, which is just weaponized anthrax. Yeah. Which, <laughs> if I were to pick the easiest to identify weird thing that could kill humans, 
Weaponized anthrax. Weaponized anthrax is that one threw me for a loop. <laughs> like it's just like it's. So this is set way in the future, but it is very much like rural Japan feel. Yeah, through the whole show, and then they're just like, oh, this, this, this. Oh, this weapon. Yeah, it's weaponized anthrax, and I was like, wait a minute, what? Well, yeah, because it's from it's from when there was still like technology and everything. Yeah. So of course they have access to yeah, anthrax it just caught me so from out of left field i was like what in the world so uh they end up getting it uh the only chance they get to use it would have also satsuru throws it it explodes it also would have killed satsuru so saki just doesn't want to lose anyone else she's yep. lost so many people she, she dissipates it away immediately sets it on fire yeah and they run and they don't kill the ogre with that. Um, she then starts to... And then she has memories and starts to remember Shun. Which means that she's broken through that mental block on Shun. And has all her memories of Shun pretty much come back to her. Um, and Shun starts talking to her and going, well, that's not a ogre. And this starts to be the hint as and he literally starts hinting you have an actual way to deal with this yeah don't use the don't don't treat her as an ogre yep and she figures out her actual way of dealing with it is well we have a ratman so she's never interfered she's never interacted with humans before until she started killing them yeah. so it turns out this person still had the the murder murder of shame yeah death of that's shame. A shame. But it wasn't triggered on humans because she didn't see herself as a human. She saw herself as monster rat. As a monster rat. So, so they tricked her into killing Kiramaru. Kiramaru. And that caused her death of shame and she died. Yep. And through looking at her, she is the Such child a, oh of gosh. Maria and Mamaru. Yep. And what's worse is there is potential that had, they were had they have failed. So there's a potential that they had. Well, it's had they had failed. Every uh, what they were in a hospital at one point, and there was a bunch of pregnant women that literally had their children stolen from them. Yes. Um. The the scary part is that there is there is the slight hint when they are with Yakamaru or with Squealer in his camp when. At, right after they leave Maria and Mamaru, there was a slight hint that they had already been working on this. That yeah. Mamaru was already dead and that Maria was in a holding her in this state till she gives birth and then killing her state. Uh -huh. And that was where I was like, when when I started to realize, when I started to see this, I was just like, Squealer is going to get it so hard, and I will think he has deserved it. And yeah. I was like, there is no oh, way. I, I didn't think there was any way you could make me think that he had any justifiable cause. And he did not. No, he did. He had uh, But he doesn't. Like, like, his ends are terrible, but his reasons for doing them are yeah. the most sustainable like succinct reasons like he so, has as so they kill they kill that they capture him he goes through his trial he is put through what is called the uh thousand pains 
or something like never ending pain never or something ending pain which is literally they put they crank your pain up in your brain to maximum and constantly leave you there while keeping you alive yep uh he starts the the when we last see him before he actually dies he is a pulp of flesh yep. um what we learned at in the uh what we learned uh, a little bit later is that the rat people aren't based off of naked mole rats. They so are. So it turned out that like examining them through like genetic things was forbidden. And what we learned is that because well they were derived from humans. Yep, they They're... have exactly the exact same number of chromosomes as humans, which only two things in the entire world have that many chromosomes. Oh, uh, mate, humans and palm trees. Some kind of tree in humans. Yep. And a tree can't be a that. Nope. So it turturns out the non like psychic powered humans uh, assumed yep were turned into these monstrous people. Yep. Uh many a year, many millennia many, ago. Many. Yeah. And because of this, they uh they this is, Squealer fa- learned of this through possibly a false Minashiro, and that is why he went on this rampage because he went on this war because his people are the same as humans they just don't have the psychic power yep all he wanted was for their people to be treated equally because they're the same people and so that is that is where it was just like okay squealer i can't forgive you for killing maria and mamaru but at least your reasoning for everything you've yep. done makes sense. And the big reason that they had to stop the first ogre is that, like, the the culture that is set on very, very early in the show is that when monster rats defeat another clan, they take all their infants. Yep. So, well, you take a bunch of infants for the humans and you just turn them into more of these ogres... And then you can no problem killing yeah, people. and you can take over everything. Yeah, and that's and then the series pretty much ends with another quick time skip to an epilogue where we see that uh, Saki and Satoru are now married, and Saki is about to have her kid. Yep, and she she's literally been narrating the entire thing from like the future start. tense, or from like future looking into the past and writing it in a book, and that is exactly what she is doing. She is writing the book. Um, which is, I love those kinds of things, and the series kind of ends with a somewhat happy note. Yeah, it does. And that's the series. It's it it's very thought provoking. Very much, as good. much time as we've put into this, we there's no way we covered everything. No, uh, because you want to know how how much they had to pack these episodes with uh content. There was no opening songs to any episode except for one. Yeah, so it was super neat that this entire series didn't have a, an OP. Yep. There was one musical interlude, which was when Maria... When Maria or when Saki was reading Maria's letter yes. to her. When, when Saki was reading Mar- Maria's le- letter, there was one musical interlude in the middle of the episode. Yep. I thought that was just going to be the credits. I was like, okay, I will play this through. And then there was more after. 
I was like, oh, wow. And then the credits played. But, like, that is so... Yeah, like, this is and Henry pointed out this is the first time he's ever seen this happen. Where they had no OP, just full on... Yeah, just straight 21 minutes of straight content. And then, and then you get your uh, ED... And you're done. Yep. Uh, I think... No, not even... Not even... So, like, I was thinking, like, there's some episodes of Overlord where they do it, but I was like, not even some... Not even those episodes. They still have an, a credit and an OP. Yeah. Or an OP. One of the two. But, like, jeez. It's, it's really hard. Um, But, yeah. So, animation in this series. Uh, I want to talk more about the the tones the colors would take in certain scenes oh you yeah knew it was gonna be dark because all of a sudden the shading and lighting would just yeah. shift down and then whenever it was bright and sunny like holy crap it's happy you know the sun is out yep. it is happy time exactly but as soon as it was going into dark stuff like you could feel it yeah, you in can, the you tone see it and the color and screen i think what's nice is that i think they handled uh 3d integration relatively well yeah especially I'd, with their their magic or abilities yeah i'd say they did a really good job with it and uh the music in this was just as good at setting the tone like all the background oh, yeah. music set the tone super well. All right, Henry. I think we're both going to put this. Where do we put it? Below or above Tatami? I would want to put this above Tatami Galaxy. I also want to put this above Tatami <laughs> Galaxy. Like I love Tatami. And I will probably be able to go rewatch Tatami. I think the only reason I can put this above Tatami or is... Below, you mean? Or... There, I would put it above. Tatami. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But like, is the there only, any reason you would so put the it below? The biggest reason I'm putting it above Tommy Galaxy is that it is one that I can recommend to other people. A lot easier than I can recommend to Tommy Galaxy. So see, this is this is where I kind of am a little hesitant because, and I guess now I've got to show you something when we have free time because we're recording this really late. And I don't think you want to watch two episodes of an anime with me. Um. Uh. But uh, the I always have problems suggesting these kinds of anime to people that aren't ready for these kinds of anime. Okay. Um, because this kind of anime can easily turn people off. Oh, that's fair. Because there's so much going on, you have to pay attention constantly. Yeah. Um, there's a there's one that just started up literally this season, like this week. Of the week of this recording, an anime just started up. It literally had to put out two episodes because if you watch the first episode, I don't think anybody would be watching the second one without watching the first one, or nobody would have watched the second one if they had to wait a week. Huh. This literally, the first episode literally tells you nothing, and then the second episode feeds you more information with still telling you nothing. Interesting. But it at least builds up this mystery that you need to solve yeah. and that's the what i felt with this is like you kind of it's it's something that you either are invested into sitting down and sitting and watching the entire thing you can't get this off of the three episode test no which is why i hate every time people say i'm only taking the three episode test because so, there are always so much better after three 
it it's so hard to take three episodes because sometimes three episodes is just like that's not enough i've i've found multiple anime that i would go no you have to watch this all the way through you can't just three episode it and this is definitely not this is definitely one of them it's like it's and it's like how uh i've talked to some people i have a friend that uh, I have a friend that I talked to, and he was like, "Yeah, no, I dropped Beast Wars, um, because it was I. I only watched the first season of Beast Wars. I'm like, but what? <laughs> Excuse me, sir, because Beast Wars is. Oh my God, he didn't get to the best parts of Beast Wars, and it fucking makes me angry. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Like, this just feels <coughs> better than Tatami Galaxy did. Well, no, I. I agree. I want. I was. I would put it above Tommy Galaxy. I feel if maybe the other two would be here, they might put it below. Yeah. But I agree that I think I would personally put it above Tommy Galaxy. But that is because of my personal taste in anime. Yep. And Tommy is in my personal taste of anime. But this thing just hit every button, hit everything yep. correctly. It did for me, and the fact that like. I could suggest this to a friend that I always have trouble suggesting anime to because he is looking for specific two types of anime that are very wildly different from each other. Yeah. And this fits that bill is why it is up there. Yeah. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah. So we're going to put it right at the top of the list because I liked it a lot. Henry liked it a lot. And we're the two that are here. So yeah, we get to the choose other, where it goes. Robin, uh, Gable also liked it a lot. <laughs> oh, did they? Did yeah, they? I talked to him about it a little okay. bit. Okay. I don't know if, I don't know if Gable would put this above his art, his art school. Yeah. I don't, I don't, Gable would want to put this me. under. Yeah. I think, I think Rob might be okay. With I know, that. I know how Gable is with his, yeah. uh, with his. So, so. Now we, now we come to the question. Is this where we're uh, we're topping off the uh, the ranking for this year? No, 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 no. We're going till April. Going to April. We're All going right. to we- we're going to literally the the day that we first recorded. All right. So while I'm doing this, Henry, just talk around me while I reset up the randomizer because I turned it off. Talk around what? How just, am I supposed to just make, just fill, fill time somehow? Time. You know I don't talk like this. I don't know what you're talking about. This is weird. Random.org. What's the fuss about true randomness? What? All right. I don't want to even know what Time, that Time meant. to get zilly. Matt, you updated this list. I did, so. You spent two and a half hours <laughs> and much double verifying oh that everything was okay on this list. Yes, so. Recently added all of the 2018. I added everything from 2018 that either that fits the criteria that I would put onto this list, which is either a, it is a self-contained series that does not require further reading. B, it is uh within the 26 and under range. Yep. Uh, the only thing that breaks this rule is technically Gurren Logan, but I am allowing Gurren Logan <laughs> because it has an episode that doesn't need to exist. That's true. Um, it's also uh streamable on yes, and services. the last and the last one is that it is legally streamable. So, I am sorry to anybody that wants to watch. Fuck, there was some that were on there that I don't remember their oh, names. Man. I'm sorry. This is th- gonna get me every time we do the list because Zombieland Saga is right at the bottom. Yeah, 
alphabetically. Yeah, there's only there's only two. It's literally the second from the bottom <laughs> alphabetically. And it's funny. Uh oh, I know this one. <laughs> it was so close to me getting the text. Oh my god! It was so close to me getting the text from school days. <sighs> I'm so sad that it wasn't there. I kind of wish you just. No, I want. Just, just we're going to it. we're going we're going into Matt's other right. favorite bullshit. So I'm gonna keep this in mind because if for whatever reason we can't watch this, no, 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 no. I've watched this. Can watch <laughs> this. I know this exact name. So we so we've, sad. We've randomed up so I can't play H. The problem is the number two on this list is School Days, and we want to troll Rob so, so badly, hard. but I'm oh, I am. I have watched this anime. I watched it as it aired, so I know for a fact this is good. Where the fuck's it's my anime list? God damn it. There we are. It's got its fucking Japanese name because, of course, it does. Dakara Boku. Don't. don't it, it's Dakai. so I can play with H. It, so I can't play H. Yeah, so I can't play H. Synopsis. Never make a deal with a wet goddess you've only just met. Matt, that's a hell of an opening line. Keep reading. <laughs> that's a lesson Ryosuke Kaga learns the hard way when he foolishly agrees to let Lissara Rostel use some of his, quote, essence, end quote, to stay in this world. Because despite her smoking hot appearance, Lissara is actually a Shinigami, a goddess of death. However, she doesn't, she doesn't steal years off his life like any decent Shinigami would do. Oh, no. Instead, she sucks him dry of something much more perverse by leeching off his leecherous spirit and draining his ability to enjoy uh, the things that teenage boys normally spend most of their time thinking about. And now he's been debased and debauched by her undirty trick. The poor regenerated degenerates only hope of getting his Lucidius renewed is to join the queen of mental clean on her quest since when she leaves our mortal plane he regains his normal immortality immorality <laughs> but the termination of the probation of his reprobation oh my god this is, is guaranteed because goddess of death can be a really harsh mistress and it's going to be anything but easy to go back to being sleazy sensei sensei film works you have now. Matt, what did you just make me read? <laughs> I didn't know since I Filmworks wrote it like this. Since I, since Matt, I, I, I know awful. Since I, I know you love. I, I know you love writing etchy anime like this. This is this. <laughs> oh my god! Since I Filmworks, if you ever listen to this episode, please keep doing right. this. So this is twelve episodes that yep. aired from July of twenty twelve to September of twenty twelve. Yep, this is from an. An era of anime that is really, really well... That is thought of as one of the best years of anime. Okay. And we've actually had two series already from 2012 to prove this. All right. So we've had... Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, genres. Comedy, ecchi, romance, and supernatural. Henry, do you know what the word ecchi means? I've seen it... But I'm not familiar with the definition. Very perverse. Gotcha. That makes a lot more sense to what I've seen it referred to. <laughs> um, this anime is... I remember having a fun time watching this anime. I will 
watch it again. It probably has an English dub now. Um, so I'll probably watch that. This is from 2012. So this is six years ago that I watched this. Jesus. But this is going to be fun because I think this is our first actual full-on ecchi. Like, we've had nice romance ones, but we've never had ones that are just perverted. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, actually. Uh, that might not have everything because that might be from the other drive. Yeah. I think the most perverted we we have is uh or we we've done was uh what's what was it? It's it's obviously not on here because uh it was the last one that you and me recorded by ourselves. Yep. Uh the one with the goddess. Uh good luck good luck girl. Yep. Uh that's th- probably the closest one. That yeah. was the one I was thinking of too. Yeah, I think that's the most perverted one and that's not its main goal this thing's main goal is to be perverted yep so yay we get to have we get to have gonna be awkward to watch yeah yeah it is all righty then (laughs) all right cool so this has been 26 and under (laughs) yep matt matt got to matt got to almost Uh, we got blue balls so hard on getting to yellow yeah. profit school days. Uh, don't forget to check us out on all our social media platforms. Yes. Basically search for NerdWorks, NRD Works, and you should find us on Twitch, Twitter, well, Facebook. Twi- well, actually, Twitch, we're under spell NRD because spell NRD. I that's, 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 what, that's what I made my Twitch account but as, and Facebook's I didn't want to change it. Twitch, you should find us there, or Twitter, I should, you should find us there. Is it is it actually NRD works on Twitter or did we have to? Might be works NRD. Uh, yeah, I forget what we had to do for think, the Twitter. Yes, look for works NRD, and Facebook is definitely NRD works. Yeah, it's Facebook's definitely NRD yep. works. At some point, we're gonna make sure that our YouTube channel is actually getting uploads. Yay. But uh, that's 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 a future, that's a fu- future that, us problem. Yeah, that's future <laughs> that's future us problem. Um, uh, mostly you can find us on Twitch. Yes, where uh, I am streaming. You stream almost every day. Oh uh, yeah, and I know you are. At, I'm gonna be at, streaming on Mondays. At time of recording, you are planning to start streaming, start streaming every Mondays. Mondays. Yep. Um. Again, we had some stuff come up, so our recording is not completely 100% up to date with where we are in real life. Aha. Uh-huh. But Henry is starting his to stream himself on Twitch. Woo. Uh, and I stream literally every day on Twitch at this point, uh, join us next week as we now, as we get to explore our first delve into so awkward to talk about the group of four men talking about this. Yep. Oh, it's going to be great. Four grown men, all 26 uh, years old or under. Uh, so again, this has been Matt. That's not a true statement. Oh, did you, did you? Are you finally over twenty? Uh, are you Me? finally twenty-seven? Are we both twenty-seven now? No, I'm twenty-six still. Believe you, I don't. At June. Well, okay, whatever. I get you're born in the first month of the right, year, well, but don't 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 be dragging me into your this, you this, this you 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 turned twenty six as soon Matt, as twenty nineteen hits. And Matt. Yeah, and Matt. Thanks, thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye. I don't turn twenty seven <laughs> till June.